welcome to the show right now. Before we get started, shout out to our sponsor, Alcoholism. When life is terrible, <laughs> drink. Hey, Paul. Good. Guess Tell- what? What? We've got a guest on the show today. You lie to me. Well, often, but, you know, not this ah, time. Never trust. Never trust. <laughs> so, we have our mutual friend, Sherman Henderson, on. Sherman. Hey, hey buddy. Quick disclaimer, though. He's currently on Skype right now, so if he sounds kind of funky, it's... Yeah. We're trying new things. We're trying new things. So, if there's technical difficulties, blame Will. All right, so there's a big st- uh, spike today of things with, of topics. Yeah, that's Lead on. statement of the year. So let's let's get started, I guess. So it's July 11th, and the past week, a lot of shit happened. But we'll get to that soon. Before we get to the main topic, which will probably be another podcast, so fun. Um, first thing, in the wake of the Orlando shooting, there was a bunch of attempted legislation to try and curb or try and enforce gun control. It was the supposed no-fly, no-gun list, right? And it got shot down in the house, as you'd expect. So, I think in the last podcast, I basically said I thought this was a good thing, like the idea of it. Right. I have changed my mind. I actually, like... How do I put this? The... The terrorist watch list is a load of crap. Because, A, you don't, like, have to actually do anything, like, no actual crime, to be on it. And the FBI and a bunch of other agencies will admit that there are people on it that don't need to be on it. So, like, I agree that the Second Amendment is... Dated. uh, Dated. It's dated. Troubling. But it's also, you know, the Second Amendment. Like, if... <laughs> what does that tell you? What does it it's, tell you about priorities? Yeah. No, it's like freedom of speech, freedom of religion, and make sure we have f***ing guns. Like, you know, right. that... So, but it's also just a Bill of Rights thing. So, you Being able to take that right away from someone who, like, hasn't done anything officially wrong... That's troubling <laughs> as hell to me, you know? Right. Because, like, I I hate using the slippery slope argument, but it's real easy for a lawyer to justify, well, we can take away your Second Amendment rights because you're on this watch list. Why can't we take away your First Amendment rights because you're on this watch list, you know? Like, the logical leap there, legally speaking, is not hard. I don't know. What do you guys think? Um, In my opinion, when it comes to the right to bear arms, or when it comes to that amendment, there was a commercial that made a lot of sense. I saw it um, just on how, like, you gotta realize when they wrote that amendment, motherfuckers was just carrying around muskets. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Like, like guns have advanced since then. Um, for me personally, I am. It's a mix between. It's like I basically said myself when it comes like to just guns. And also just what's happening in the media today mm. um, it is not the gun it is the person behind it you know what I'm saying it's the idea of you know you get you just gotta like look at people who are like wielding these guns and even like when it comes to cops or you know being cops or even you know people who uh, have or, or not even like in law enforcement you know what I'm saying it's just like doing some like 
the idea of psychological testing or something, you know, like that would sort of, in my opinion, would bring down the gun deaths. But again, it's the people definitely that have that problem, uh, not just, it's it, it often the gun. The, the gun is just a tool. Man. It makes it you know easy, you know. Yeah. So your argument is that it's mental illness, essentially. For the most part. Not mental illness. Uh, Paul's giving me a me, look. <laughs> What's up, I don't want to, like, throw in... I don't want to throw in mental illness. I'm not saying, like, you know, if, hey, if you had a stroke, you're going to shoot somebody, you know, far from that. Uh, it's far from that. It's more like... It's, it, mental illness kind of has a hand in it, but also it's difficult to say that you have environment, you have influence, you have motivation, you know? I myself cannot control a person. I can only control myself. It's a lot of things, you know? Mm -hmm. it's, it's unique. It's, it's a unique argument. Go ahead, Paul. So here's my thing on that. I agree. I mean, I don't personally want to agree, but I agree mm. that it's not so much the weapon itself. The gun obviously makes it a lot easier, but I mean, like, you can go into it. Like, the main issue is armed person versus unarmed people. Who's going to win? Easy money. Mm -hmm. I mean, you can use a knife, sword, blow dart, armed versus unarmed. Simple as that. Speaking of guns and Black Lives Matter, which we kind of mentioned, and uh, Orlando, Black Lives Matter and gay pride don't get along that well, apparently. So, both in uh, San Diego and in Toronto, the Black Lives Ma Matter local movement were uh, the, the, the head of the parade, essentially. I forget what it's called right now, like the Grand Marshal or whatever, which is weird because, you know, I usually think it's a person and not a group, but right. I don't know. Uh, anyway, they refused to be part of the parade in the wake of the Orlando shooting because each of the gay pride events wanted additional police security for obvious reasons, right? right? Like, right. Right. I'd be a bit freaked out too. I was freaked out for a while. Well, you can't say you're surprised, though, because, no. I mean, it's definitely, like... So the gay pride wanted to, you know, protect themselves because of the wake of the Lando, which mm -hmm. makes sense. That's fair. But Black Lives Matter aren't really fond of a heavy police presence because it goes within their overall message because they're tired of black people getting shot by cops. Yeah. So you can't say you're surprised by it. The only thing that's awkward, though, is that it was the gay pride... It was the LGBT community's, you know, main foray... And the Black Lives Matter were like, yeah, it's your foray, but we take precedent because of blah, blah, blah. There have been a fair amount of Black Lives Matter protesters basically saying, like, yeah, this is sad, but you're not paying attention to us. <laughs> you know? Yeah. And... Yeah, yeah so you say it, it kind of has, like, that feel of, like, hey, hey, you know, we're here, too, type of deal. Well, not. I wouldn't say we're here too. More like we're here. Give me the mic, yeah. kind of thing. Like, like you're hosting it, but not anymore, kind yeah. of thing. This is our show now. Well, I, you gotta look at like the short amount of time. Like, the oh, well, I mean, the spotlight went to them immediately. <laughs> afterwards, you know. We're not arguing that. Tragic it's just reasons. But. It's just shooting in Orlando, and. Sometime in the future, some weeks later, boom. Yeah. A guy gets shot on video. Two guys. Yeah, you know, it's just like, like two guys it? get shot yeah. on video. 
I mean, we've heard of, on, when it comes to the Black Lives Matter, it's like we've seen this before with Trayvon Martin and, you know, a few others. We've heard of it. You know, like we, you know, listened to witnesses who saw it. But to actually see the Oh, it's guards and folks. It's guards and folks. Did you see both yeah. of them? Yeah. Like, yeah. one was a man named Alton Sterling in Baton Rouge, That's Louisiana. Nice. And he was basically just selling CDs out in the corner. Right, right. But he was solicitating. Uh, the owner didn't like- Yeah, I know, I know. Him and the owner were cool. Yeah, you know, the one person who would have a valid reason to call about him was fine with him. Regardless of, you know, what he was doing, they shot him right in the chest. Yeah, well, like, again, if you watch the video, like, they had him under control, right? They, like, rather impressively took him down, put him on the ground. He was, like, you know, in custody. He wasn't a threat. And they looked for a gun and basically shot him repeatedly. Like, after he was, you know, contained. Like, there was no, he was not a threat. Like, this, like, again, I give cops a lot of slack, but that was pure and simple just, you know, extrajudicial execution right there. There was no reason to do that. Like, yeah. that's way too trigger-happy. So, the body cameras, which we talked about, malfunctioned and fell off. Right. I heard about and that. it's like, how convenient is that? Like, I've, I've mentioned already that, like, I'm not sure body cameras are, like, the best investment of money. I thought like, it wasn't. Yeah, I don't think it, like... I get the usefulness of it, but overall, grand scheme of things, it's not... Well, like, A, you, in order for it to properly work, basically the officer can't know how to turn it off and can't take it off himself. You know, and that just, it, that seems like completely, like, missing the forest for the trees, right? Like, if you have to do that, you've lost already. Yeah. And, again, I, I've said it before, you know, most cops, 99%, 99% plus are perfectly fine. They're, never, they're not going to do this. But that's why I say it's pointless, because, yeah. I mean, overall, you're spending all this money for a very tiny fraction of folks. Yeah. yeah. But that tiny fraction gets on... Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm not saying it's a good fraction. I'm not... It's a bad fraction, easily. Yeah. And then, know, we, then we get I into... Mean, sorry, go ahead. And, and, and that's why it's like... It, it scarred me. Like, for the next three days, I stayed in my house. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. I was so afraid to leave the house. You know, I had never in my life been so pissed off at the police. I wasn't hating white people. I was hating the police in general. Now, Sherman, uh, I saw on the Facebook, though, you, you made a reference to a song. I don't know what it's called, but it's by Pusha T. Sunshine. That's, it, it pretty much sums up all these murders. Mm-hmm. That song does. Yes. It really, really it's does. And when you say, this ain't new ways, it's like this regular way or something like that, yeah. People, black people have been dying by cops way before video cameras were a thing. Yes, but it's now yeah. in the public consciousness, and we can't, like... Look away, ignore but it. we kind of can, because... Yeah. Well, well, like the last oh, oh. string of these things, like, it died down because it just didn't happen. Like, a, well, a high-profile one didn't happen for a while. Well, part of the reason why I've been hearing why a lot of these uh, anti-gun laws keep you know, not passing is because the NRA are able to mobilize their uh, followers super, super easy. Yeah. It's a simple message. Right. 
you know, anytime they go to, pa apparently they like, if you go to the sites, they tell you about what laws are going to be trying to be passed on what date, and then all they have to do is just say no. It's, okay. it's a simple message, simple form, it's really easy to, to organize for the anti- You know what I want as the white man in this discussion? Go for it. For Black Lives Matter to be like? Uh, more organized, easily. More like the NRA. I want them to have a single unified message, like a head, and just like, Let's be clear. Protests are good. Protests get the word out. Protests, you know, right. they raise awareness. That's all they do. That's, all, that's all they do. They don't actually right. change anything. What changes things, unfortunately, is money and lobbyists. And there are enough people. Bars. Yeah. Bars. There are that's enough. Good. <laughs> yeah, thank you. There are enough people in the Black Lives Matter movement that, you know, even if you, you all give like 10 bucks, that's enough to actually sway Washington a little bit. But you have to have a like unified structure. Like right now, as I understand it, and correct me if I'm wrong, the Black Lives Matter movement is, is essentially just a bunch of franchises in each, every like city that don't really like No, there it's, talk that it's disorganized. It is disorganized. And there's, as you heard me- It's very disorganized. As I've, I've said before though, um, it needs a political figure. Mm -hmm. Oh wait, sorry, yeah. It needs a figurehead. And it needs a long-term strategy that's reasonable. Yeah, I don't think it has either of the two. You know, we right. think of black Lives matters. What do you think of? You think it's, you just think of ladies just saying, "Oh, I'm angry about a thing," and that's kind of as far as it goes. Yeah, well, it's because that feels good, right? We have this feeling of righteous indignation, righteous anger, and it feels good. It feels good for right. you guys to just yell and scream and be like, "This is bull," and it is bull. I'm never going to debate that. But yeah, no, 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 no. No, I, I, I agree with you on that one. Like, and it was to that point where it felt, in a sense, I want to say it felt good. It was just like, we just don't feel sad for the family. We just feel sad for the people, man. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And, but also, the moment, because truth be told, up until the shit that happened in Dallas, I was just willing just to say, F it. it was to that degree where I was just like, yo, man. So before we get into the Dallas incident, God, there's been a lot of incidents. Um, we got to talk about Philando Castile, and right. look, Alton Brown was morally gray. Like he wasn't, he did, he did not deserve a light gray. I would say, yeah, light gray, super light gray. Philando Castillo was white, like, not white, I don't want to say white, <laughs> but like... Metaphorically well, speaking. Metaphorically speaking, was... there was nothing wrong with him. What happened with him, in case you weren't aware, was basically, uh, they got pulled over for a uh, busted taillight. And... Yeah. Philando, based, like, it's important to remember, Alton Sterling and Philando Castillo both had guns because... You know, they're allowed to have guns. They're allowed to protect themselves under the Second Amendment. They had all their papers. They were set. They had nothing, like, there was nothing wrong with them having it. Apart from, apparently, to police. So, he let the officer know that he had a gun, which is what you're supposed to do to inform them, because you're not supposed to, like, you know, hide that. Let it be that. surprise. Hide that. Kid. Surprise, and gun. like, I, I have a gun, and then he, <laughs> you know, went to reach for his license and registration, and pow! Like, quite literally, pow! according to his uh, fiance, which honestly, you know, it, it sounded like the officer in question was freaked out 
and you know basically agreed with what happened you know so like Philando Castile literally did nothing like everything that you know your mothers tell you to do he was polite right nice right he let them know yeah. about the gun yeah and st he still got shot like and there's this four-year-old his four-year-old in the back in the video and it's it's just and heartbreaking man it's just sad like yeah so and to me like the Alton Sterling and the Philando I keep wanting to call him Fernando Philando Castile like these two are super obvious and egregious like we can't ignore them you know yeah we can uh, well, we, do I think we will like, we'll get into this, but, like, I, I did some research. Every single Black Lives Matter shooting that has been some, like, fuss about, every single one of them, every one, no one's been indicted, no one's been charged. Now, if it were, like, even a quarter, I feel like people wouldn't be as pissed, you know? Like, because... Out of all those, not all of them were saints. There should be someone. Someone should have been indicted. Someone, like, something should have happened, right? Right. But right. nothing's happened for any of them. Like, it's not like one or two, I'd be like, whatever, yeah, you know. Maybe the cop was in the right, like, I, but when all of them have this, like, I have no choice but to be like, yeah, yeah, you know, you guys are... You guys are right. This is some serious bullshit. Like, yeah. it just seems like there's no accountability at all. So this guy named Micah Johnson with a, essentially, a sniper rifle and military training, because apparently he did go into the military for a while. During, at the end of a Black Lives Matter uh, protest, went out and started killing cops. Like... Sniped them. Yeah, just sniped them. At last count, it was five dead, six dead, five, and five, six. six dead, and five more wounded. Yeah. So this guy did, like, military precision, and, like, he hurt some other, like, um, protesters in the crossfire, just awful, terrible. And, you know, everyone went from being super, super pissed off at uh, the police in general to being like, oh, whoa, 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 whoa. Like, yeah. we can be pro-black and, like, pro-cop here at the same time. Like, we don't actually yeah, want people that. to, like, kill cops, you know? Because, like, at least one of the cops that he killed wasn't white. It took so much air out of the balloon, you know? And so this Micah Johnson guy, we found out later, like, a lot of black power groups, quote-unquote, uh, didn't let him in because they thought he was, quote, unstable. Yep. And he got, uh, uh, basically kicked out of the army for being unstable. So, again, mm -hmm. unstable. And fun fact about the Dallas Police Department. Go for it. They're one of the best in terms of, like, relations with the community. Like, they actively have been working with the Black Lives, local Black Lives Matter uh, chapter 
to like essentially do better policing. They have been like at the pinnacle. So like these are basically the good example of cops that like the Black Lives Matter movement wants there to be. So we have like basically the best police force around that like acknowledges that there are problems and acknowledges that there are, you know, and is trying to like put forth methods of making it better. And they're the ones who get shot. When it comes to Dallas, Indianapolis, right? Um, it was Falcon Heights in Minnesota. Uh, it was around right, Minneapolis. So, so, we, so we got Dallas, Falcon Heights, and Minnesota, and Baton Rouge. Louisiana. Yeah. All right, Baton Rouge. All right. So, I feel as if the first two shootings themselves were the setup. That, you know, like if it were you, you shoot it and you, you, you make it look like from like a film point of view. Mm-hmm. That was the opening scene. Those two were the opening scenes, opening credits, gunshots in the back. And the Dallas shooting was the attention grabber, sort of. It was sort of like a shift. Mm-hmm. Um, because, you know, we have been through so much, you know, like you have the Black Lives Matter movement. Like we've seen this year after year. I've basically said no year has been complete since, uh, let it be, for like a long time, for like past six, seven years, it has been every year has been nothing but a a riot. If not that, a rally has happened. You know, like no year is complete without a rally. Mm-hmm. So this is the first time within this series of rallies, a black Ma- uh, Black Lives Matter rallies, rallies or whatever. Um, <laughs> checkers, be great, even late. Um, but. This is the first time, really, where this has happened. This is like sort of like the ship, you know what I'm saying? This is sort of like the ultimate, the, the, the strange sequel, which we, you know, the bigger, better sequel since the last time we were here. Because it's like, okay, riots are happening, and this time around, mm-hmm. blah, 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 but this time it's like, bam, cops get shot out. So that shocked a lot of people, you know what I'm saying? That, that took yeah. emotions to like a high, from like a low to a high to a, what the is happening with this country right now <laughs> like mm-hmm. so uh, in a way it's like uh, that scene from Do the Right Thing uh, the, the, when they kill Ray O'Reilly watch that movie um, and so right now it is the Dallas shooting was the, was the big curveball after the straight fast ones you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. so in a way it's like it's something. It's unique. It is uh, very I'm trying to find a word for it. Very. Uh, it's affecting. It's effective. Powerful. Even more. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's more powerful. Even more. You know what I'm saying? We're, we were getting hit in the stomach, but that Dallas shooting was sort of like a big hit in the face. You know. Do you think so, this is enough to like push through actual change? Um, kind of. It mm. could be, it could be enough, or it could be just a uh, sort of like I want it to be enough. It seems as if it is enough. Like, like damn that that's some shit. but this time around it's like damn what you know like damn. I don't think it is enough. I don't think it's enough. Really? Why? I, I don't. Well, because I live in America. <laughs> I observe you guys. I mean, like, I mean, let's not blind you know to the world we live in, guys. I mean, 
we say things outrageous, but do we actually feel that way for how long, you know? We have a very short attention we, span. We talk, we talk a lot, but we don't actually do anything. Yeah. yeah. True. Very true. I mean, like... In a way, it, it, in a, in a way, it is a social media game mm-hmm. right now. Um, and the thing is, social media definitely has its powers. Mm-hmm. You know, to push for change, and it has happened plenty of times before through social media. But what are we really doing when we change our profile pictures to a different state? Yeah. Or what are we doing when we hashtag, you know, pray for Paris or whatever? Like, it's really just inflating our own ego, really, if you ask me. Yeah, we're doing it for our own sake. We're not doing it to change anything. Yeah. You know, and, and, and I'm, I myself am willing to definitely admit to myself, like, I mean, when I got I got on, like, live feed the next day after, you know, like, tears were coming down my face. And I wasn't doing it, like, for the sake of show. I was doing it because I'm just like, this is such a f***ing shock. Mm-hmm. Like, this is what our, you know, it's like, from me and Paul's perspective, this is where our parents felt. Yeah. Our parents' parents felt. In the civil rights movement. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Totally. Like, Wait. Well, you grew up in the why, why, why would you say it's a shock, though? Why is it a shock to you? Because it's not to me. Why because, is... because, because, you gotta look like this shit happened. Yeah, uh, Minnesota and Baton Rouge literally happened back to back. Okay. Why is that shocking? Caught on camera. Why is that shocking? Uh, why is that shocking? Because it's just like, it's shocking because, again, uh, A, going back. Caught on video. It, it got caught on video more. And it like push it more like perspective. We felt sad for Trayvon. We felt sad for Michael Brown. You know what I'm saying? Because that injustice. But to actually actually see it, you know, you're just like to hear those gunshots fly off. To see the man in the car in Minnesota actually dying. To see that. It's was just like what the. Like, it's, yeah, I've seen death before. Mm-hmm. I have. You know, like, I've been to generals, you know, but no way have I seen it like, damn, yo, yo. It's like, what the fuck? Man. So, in a way, it's shocking in that sense of reality, you know? Like, we know these things happen, but damn, you know? There are 48 states mainland, correct? Yeah. <laughs> 48 states mainland. Now, I'm not going to include Hawaii. I'm not going to include Alaska because those two... You're not going to find a very heavy... They have different racial makeup. Yes. Um, but there are 48 states mainland. Violence happens in all of them. You always hear about gun deaths in all these states. These are just the ones that are recorded. Mm. And, you, and in each state, there's how many different jurisdictions, how many, you know... People within each state, people die all the time. This is not surprising. Now, where you guys are surprised about this, I don't know where you're coming from. Also, fun little fact, something that I'm not surprised by, the Purge movies, right? Yeah. Those do really well in theaters. Yeah. You know, and what's it about? Just a day where people can kill people for fun and not get in trouble for it. Right. One has to wonder though, and if that actually was enacted in today's law, I, I don't think it'd be too different from the movies themselves. There's a reason that's a popular movie. For yes, you. yes. And so when people say, oh, where does the violence come from? It's been there the entire time. Just America likes to pretend that they're better than 
what they think they are, but really, no. They're a whore, they just don't want to admit it. They're a gun-toting maniac that doesn't want to admit to it, but it is what it is. You know, I see it, you know, but y'all, but apparently the masses don't see it. Don't know why, it's there, out in the open. You know, putting the bumper stickers to the signs on the uh, grass. Signs are everywhere. Mm. I just want to see how you guys don't see it. Well, that's a good... I mean, I see it. Well, I'm a pessimist too, so yeah, I mean... I was going to say, that's nice and depressing mean, end, but... We'll I'm a pessimist. Do you have anything to retort back? I, I mean, I'm, I'm very appalling. Truth of, I see it more now than I saw it before. Mm. Like, I would see it... Like, put it to you this way. We, we were too young when uh, Rodney King got the shit kicked out. Right. That affected our parents. Like, yo, you shouldn't be doing that. But as kids, we're just like, whoa, that's well, pretty sad and messed up. But as we were older, we see it. it became, you know, the violence sort of just became the norm. But we're just like, damn, that's fucked up. Okay, that's pretty fucked up. What, what can we really do? And then to see the actual deaths on video was like more. Because when you see like, you know, the cops killing or, you know, like cops killing, you know, black people on, on video, for the most part, you kind of... It's sort of like after the fact. Yeah. He's already dead. Okay. Or the, there's like a weird shaky vibe to the camera. It's like, oh, shit, we really didn't catch that. But we know what happened. But to actually see it like from perspective of a man dying and also we saw the, the, the gun go straight to this man's chest and the camera veered off and you heard the seven shots. You're just like, oh, shit. And then you put that and you're just like, that man's dead. You know, like. That's fair. That's fair. Yeah. So it's like, we already saw it. We've seen it, but now it's like... Seeing it, seeing it. I might as well have been there. Like, we've seen it, seen it. It's the... It's like... That was like the the gunshot heard heard across America. Mm. You know? I think we should cut it there. Okay. I think the gunshot heard across America sounds really good.